When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Betches Media presents... A lot of them aren't even pretending to be in charge. Slow the testing down. Remove him from office. Cast a vote that will make you proud. The Betches Sup Podcast. Will you shut up, man? Hello and welcome to the Betches Sup Podcast. I'm Amanda Duberman. I'm Elise Morales. I'm Brian Russell-Smith. And the Betches Sup Podcast is your daily rundown of all the craziest shit going on in the news brought to you by your three funniest friends. Which is us. us. Which is us. The listeners don't know this, but I feel like I just saw you guys. (laughs) I mean, I'm thrilled. (laughs) We've been recording our holiday episodes, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, Brian and I made some videos yesterday. Fun. Oh yeah, they're so funny. We I know. We said, this, we said this. We said the same thing yesterday. I was like, I don't ever see you anymore. And then no. we're we're we were on the we were on the filming together for like two hours, mm-hmm. and then we did like an hour long podcast, and then we're on the podcast again today. I know it's so, a beautiful thing. It's a making up for lost time. <laughs> Yay, yay. So for today's show, we're going to talk about some really good vaccine news. And Mm. then there were just a lot of headlines this morning that made me sort of laugh, sort of sick about just Trump administration officials being absolute clowns. Um, There's one thing in today's episode that I'm really excited for us to talk about because it makes me laugh so hard. I think I know which one it is. Really, bring it really brought me a lot of joy to put it in the newsletter today. And that's where I first encountered it. (laughs) (laughs) So while a lot of news is getting worse and worse, it seems like vaccine news kind of just keeps getting better and better. Pharmacists have discovered that vials of the Pfizer vaccine have at least one extra dose than expected. So the vials are supposed to have five doses of the vaccine, but pharmacists notice they can easily squeeze out six, if not seven doses. When I read this, I just thought that like the first pharmacist that did that probably knows what it's like to spend like three figures on a face cream and just... Use it till the very end. Yeah, they got one of those little brushes that gets the (laughs) the, every last drop of foundation out of the thing. (laughs) Totally. They're like, we're good. We got plenty. So usually vials are overfilled to account for any spillage. And it's unusual to have this much extra, but it's consistent. It's confirmed it's there. The FDA has instructed health providers to go ahead and use these extra doses. It will still be up to institutions to decide what they want to do because you still shouldn't mix leftovers from separate vials. If you have half a dose in one and half a dose in the other, you shouldn't mix those in case we have any pharmacists listening who yeah. <laughs> rely on us for that, for that guidance. But these extra doses could potentially expand the nation's supply by up of the Pfizer vaccine by up to 40%, which is bananas. Yeah. That's amazing. God bless whoever the just heavy pour for yeah. <laughs> like scientists <laughs> who fills up these vaccine bottles. 
they're used to wine nights right? like yeah. let's just top these they, off they, yeah. <laughs> they are like an over planner they're always like mm-hmm. just in case let's just throw a little extra in there yeah some like pushy mom was like oh come on you can have a little more vaccine yeah. somebody's yeah. gonna forget theirs just take exactly. extra <laughs> And yeah, this comes as the Moderna vaccine is likely days away from emergency authorization with vaccine advisors meeting today to discuss. And the Moderna vaccine is, I believe, the one that's slightly easier to store. It doesn't require it being quite so frigid. Although it's I read the Dolly inter- Parton vaccine. Of course, mm-hmm. the Dolly Parton vaccine. <laughs> I hope that she she has to get that one in a very I, public spectacle way. Right? I feel, like, I feel like they have to let Dolly get the Moderna vaccine. <laughs> it's really funny when I hear these, you know, like p- members of Congress and like Joe Biden. Acting, well, I don't know when it, when I should get the vaccine. I, I don't want to skip the line. I'm like, you're 80. What are you talking about? You're, you're first you. in Give the line. Him. You're yeah, in the line. It's actually Dolly okay, Parton's you're old. old. Right. <laughs> nobody, nobody has a problem. Um, so very exciting news there. Trump officials are just up to some nonsense on their way out the door. It's really satisfying. This first one is kind of disturbing. So yesterday, members of the Trump administration, including Mike Pence, Kaylee McEnany, and HHS Secretary Alex Azar, they held an event to celebrate the White House's attempts to curb reproductive health access. I read that sentence this morning, and it was just chilling. To celebrate. <laughs> A celebration of life. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Cool they did. party. Cool party. <laughs> Sounds really fun. Yeah, in the middle of a pandemic, a life life party during a pandemic makes sense. Well, right. They called the event Life is Winning with a huge banner that said Life is Winning behind all the speakers. As I said, this event was held yesterday, which was the deadliest day of the pandemic so far. The pandemic response, which has been overseen by Mike Pence, who headlined this Life is Winning event. Yeah, I mean, you can't really really make this irony up, you know. I mean, it's truly crazy, and it, I don't know, I go back and forth on, like, I'm like, do they care that (laughs) none of this makes any sense, or are they just rightfully banking on the fact that nobody on their side is going to point out that it doesn't make any sense, or the contradiction in holding a life is winning rally in the middle of a pandemic, like, yeah. And at that event, Azar made a, a, a fun special announcement for the crowd, which is uh, that his administration will cut $200 million in Medicaid funding to California over the state's requirement that health care plans cover abortion. That was like the fun special announcement at the Life is Winning event. Okay. So California, where they have like historic virus. <laughs> Oh my God, right. right. Where they had to buy more body bags. Yeah, where like also, they're literally yeah. not allowed to go outside even anymore in California. In like a state that provides more federal tax money than they receive. Yeah. They're going to cut more federal tax, like federal money from them as well. It, like... And it randomly burns down once a year. Like we're, not, <laughs> we're just, <laughs> okay, cool. He is they a phoenix. Let people have abortions. Uh, California is a phoenix from a fire. <laughs> yeah, California this, is a phoenix. This makes me really happy that you guys are saying this because occasionally we get some critique or some a request for more uh, West Coast representation. Huh. I, I feel like that was a good compliment. You. We stand with you. <laughs> I love. <laughs> listen, before all of this went down, I was supposed to be in LA, honey. Oh my god, I remember. <laughs> I was going on a big trip to LA and. Wow, that's such a, I have <laughs> such nostalgia for that point. That was such a stressed point. It was like a couple four-day periods. Like, is it, is she going? 
Is it going to happen? I know. I know. So sad. Rough. So this this move with the Medicaid is largely a political move to keep enthusiasm going, but it could probably go into effect in the first quarter. And Biden's going to have to undo all of this shit. And that's going to take time. Meanwhile, it's just like another thing that he has to sign when he could be working on the fucking pandemic. They're just throwing Mm -hmm. up roadblocks. It's it's out of control to to saving lives. We all know your hair and skin can sway your mood and impact your day in ways you can't underestimate. Sometimes what starts as a bad hair day quickly turns into a bad everything else day. I'd never found beauty products that really understood my needs, but ever since I switched to custom hair and skin routine with pros, I've noticed so many benefits. Healthier hair and skin, yes, but beyond that too. Since I started using pros, I've noticed consistently healthy hair. Even with all I put it through with the heat tools and the hairsprays to get this pompadour sky high, it smells great, it looks fancy on the shelf, and I like that it has my name right on it. This formula is made for V. Pros is made for people, not hair and skin types. Personalization is rooted in everything they do, from their in-depth consultation to their made-to-order model. From millions of possible formulas, only one is uniquely yours or mine. And Pros isn't just better for you. It's better for the planet. They're a certified B Corp, cruelty-free, and the first and only carbon-neutral custom beauty brand. They even have a review and refine tool, which learns from my feedback and adjusts my formula to keep up with the seasons and changes in my life. Pros is so confident that you'll bring out your best hair and skin that they're offering an exclusive trial offer of 50% off your first subscription at pros.com slash feverdream. So get your free consultation, then 50% off at pros.com slash feverdream. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash feverdream. Hey, American Fever Dream listeners, I'm here to tell you that there is no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift. Now you can use Gift Mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy is here to take the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy. Just tap or click Gift Mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com. Then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like, and Gift Mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. Whether you need a Mother's Day gift for the quilter or a birthday present for the vintage hunter, there is something for everyone on Etsy. Some of the things I like to buy on Etsy have little dachshunds on them or are four dachshunds. Dottie's got a whole litany of new sweaters and harnesses and all kinds of fun stuff that we get lots of compliments on when we're out on walks. A gifting moment is always just around the corner, whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday, or even just a day to say thank you. Gift Mode on Etsy has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. Meanwhile, outgoing Secretary of Education Betsy DeVos, she urged career employees at the Education Department on Tuesday to be the resistance when the Biden administration (laughs) comes into power next month. I'm sure, like, truly, I think the people who, like, work at the education department who just, like, kind of suffered through her tenure, I can only imagine when she said that, like, the rage that they (laughs) felt in their bodies. Well, they leaked the (laughs) recording to Politico, and we have it all. They immediately (laughs) leaked that she said it. (laughs) Right. I mean, mean, you get booed out of public schools anytime you go to one. (laughs) I mean, God bless her, though. She lasted all four years. Like, That's... who else can we say that about? Remember way back she in the never day gave when, when we finally, like, 
when she first burst onto the scene and we for and like there was a bit we almost didn't get her confirmed but like mm-hmm. like it was so close she and- was like the closest one too it was right? like oh they may not be able to get betsy devasa in there and then she stayed around the whole fucking time who else is there like ben carson is that it i think the others i think azar might have been in for a while but i don't remember yeah, I feel like from the originals, I don't know. The other one that I remember we Alma like was a big like could we get him not confirmed with Jeff Sessions, who of course was confirmed. And mm-hmm. then Betsy, who said in her confirmation hearing that schools need guns to keep bears away. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> and maybe confusing bear arms, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so her like you mentioned, these are career employees. So these are people that were there before she got there and will be there when she leaves. She told them, I want to read more of her message because it's just hilarious. Be the resistance against the forces that will derail you from doing what's right for students and everything you do. Please put students first. Always. Elise, would you mind taking us through some examples of how Betsy DeVos has tried to put students first? Amanda, I would love nothing more. Um, Betsy DeVos changed Title IX regulations to make it harder for students to report sexual assault. Betsy DeVos directed millions of dollars of coronavirus relief funds away from public schools and towards private and religious institutions. Betsy DeVos pushed for schools to reopen while coronavirus cases were still surging in large parts of the country. (laughs) Betsy DeVos generally advocated in favor of routing federal dollars away from struggling schools. Betsy DeVos suggested that schools that receive federal dollars could rightfully deny LGBTQ plus students their own rights. Betsy DeVos tried to undo policies that helped student loan borrowers. And in 2019, Betsy DeVos unsuccessfully tried to cut department funds reserved for the Special Olympics. Oof. Yeah, I mean, she really she really is like a villain number one from like a story like even like the first sentence of this record like that you just read is like be the resistance against forces that will derail you. It's like, did you did you take that from a Star Wars movie? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I know this is becoming a walk down memory lane for me, but remember when someone untied her yacht? (laughs) 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 And then it was like, well, actually, she has 10 yachts, so it's fine. That's the resistance. Be the resistance. I know. That was someone being the resistance. Whoever (laughs) untied Betsy DeVos's yacht and let it float away, that person was being the resistance. Yeah, they should make a Star Wars movie about that. Yes. (laughs) For sure, for sure. She's an absolute clown. I look forward to teasing her for the rest of her life. I just don't know how you can ever be like, you know what we should do? Cut funding to the Special Olympics. How do you even say it? Like I mean, <laughs> if I did that in a dream, I'd feel bad. I'd be like, I had a really, I had a nightmare where I was way off the rails and I was cutting funding for the Special Olympics. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's like, fair. Uh, yeah, that's fair. So, okay, next up, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo. Mike Pompeo has sadly been forced to cancel his final holiday party after Aww. coming into contact with coronavirus. The last <laughs> one is always the most fun. Hmm. So they have had a stream of holiday parties. He and his wife Susan. I mentioned his wife Susan because so the, they've they've had, they've hosted more than one holiday party. Oh yeah, they've had m- several. I couldn't find the complete number, but a stream, a what stream a of holiday parties. Thing to do. <laughs> who who right. goes out? You just go out all out on one. 
You know, I have no idea. It's it, well, and you'll see the best part of, they really had no reason to have that many. So he had them with his wife, Susan. And this is just tracks because Pompeo, Mike Pompeo and his wife, Susan have been accused of, I mean, they have used the state department for personal favors. There has been investigations that found they didn't do anything illegal or super improper, but stuff like having like secret service, drive their dog to the groomers and like pick up their dry cleaning shit like that. They've recently been just going like traveling around Europe, going all over the place, enjoying themselves so they've had a number of these parties. The indoor gatherings included holiday music, drinks, and photo lines. So unsurprisingly, Pompeo was exposed to a person at one of these parties who turned out to be infected. However, speaking of why did they have all these parties, it could have been a lot worse. For one of these parties, they invited 900 guests. Fewer than 70 showed up. Oh. <laughs> Aww. Aww. Poor Mike and Susan. Aww, that's too bad. I that, mean, that hurts. <laughs> even if there wasn't a fucking pandemic, why do you think people would want to go to your holiday party? Like, yeah. And you've already it... had five holiday parties. <laughs> Why, I, I I'm already not went coming. to one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to go to the last holiday party of yeah. a bunch of unmasked like, holiday parties you've had. I have a death come wish. Come on, man. I already risked it at the first one. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and then you want me to risk it two or three more times? <laughs> at, that, at that point, if you don't get coronavirus after going to all of Mike Pompeo's holiday parties, you're, something's wrong with you. Yeah, that. if there is anyone who didn't get COVID after, like, attending all those parties then like if mike pompeo turns out to not get covid they should study him i know it almost it almost seems like they were parties to get covid more than holiday parties yes, they were like let's see how Maybe many that's people what it is they're COVID. just like they keep yelling at us and saying we're evil when we propose herd immunity so let's just do it let's, let's just do, do it, it. i think they're being really sly i think i also have a suspicion that this big party with the 900 guests was all for um like foreign diplomats and their families Americans that live here are love to defend America's response, but people from other countries, like they know they're looking at the dad. They're like, I'm not going to go sit with Americans. Yes. The fuck? Mm -hmm. No. Oh my God. No, we, (laughs) I can't even imagine what we're toxic are saying about us. Oh, people no. are talking. Uh, you know what, you guys? I think people are talking about us. <laughs> they feel really bad for us. <laughs> I think people are saying really mean stuff about us behind our backs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're really proud of us, though. For for oh, yeah, toppling I the think, dictator. I th- I think we got some space back after yeah. November. Yeah, I think that they're like, oh, it's good to see them getting getting it a little bit together. I'm, I remember yeah. when I was I was like 16 and I like went abroad, like I went to like Paris with like a French teachers and like on a class trip or whatever. And we went to a bar and this man started yelling me about George Bush and I was like <laughs> not politically woke yet. And I feel like that's the place that we were in. Yes. Like these past four years is like some French men yelling at a 16 year old about George Bush. And now it's like. The French are looking on Facebook. They see they're like, oh, you know what? America like kind of looks good in their latest picture. Maybe <laughs> they haven't posted anything yeah. weird in a while. It seems like they're gainfully employed again. Like mm-hmm. it looks like they're doing well. Speaking of French, uh, Emmanuel Macron tested positive for coronavirus today. That is true. And maybe he, he met- went to one of Mike Pompeo's parties. <laughs> Well, he also he did just have a meeting in Brussels with like a bunch of world leaders. And so now the prime minister of Spain is having to, you know what I'll do? I'll go, oh, 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 it's French news. Yeah. (laughs) It's French news. Macron has has COVID. And he just met in Brussels with like a bunch of people. So the prime minister of Spain is isolating. He was hanging out with Angela Merkel. That pisses me off. 
This is Don't why we need. To, this is why we need to get Joe Biden vaccinated, so we can be like, well, at least our guy never got coronavirus. Not right? that it's a bad thing. That's a great point. Think of I mean. all the leaders who got it. Trump obviously got it. Boris, Bolsonaro, Boris. Macron got it. Trudeau yeah. got it. Right? Or Trudeau's uh, wife, wife, wife got it. He Trudeau's got it. And then I can't it. remember. He might have like tested positive, but then. I don't think he got sick. No, Boris exactly. got really sick. Extremely sick. Yeah. Who did? Our oh, president. Yeah, Boris. Boris. Our president definitely got very, very Our sick. Our president also got sick, but he hasn't. <laughs> yeah. We don't know that hasn't been released yet. <laughs> I mean, when, yeah. I feel like when you really think about it, it's actually very impressive that Joe Biden has been fine. Just he is exposed all the time. You see pictures and they're being as distant as they can. But like and then as soon as you find out he's somebody, the I biggest think, mask you've ever seen, he's got a giant mask gone. <laughs> <laughs> he wears two masks. You wear this guy's wearing a huge mask. <laughs> we all dread the what should we have for dinner question. I mean, I know I do. I love a home cooked meal, but I don't always have the time, energy or groceries to make it happen. Being able to feast on a delicious meal without the long prep and cook times is what drew me to Home Chef over the other guys. Home Chef's meals are effortless so I can spend less time trying to be Top Chef and more time watching it. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience. Whether you prefer classic meal kits with pre-portioned ingredients and easy instructions, speedy recipes ready in less than 30 minutes, oven-ready kits with pre-chopped ingredients, or quick microwave meals that assemble in minutes, Home Chef has you covered for delicious meals without the hassle. Home Chef has over 30 options a week and serves a variety of dietary needs, so you never have to worry about what to make ahead of time. Not only is it convenient, but it's economical too. Home Chef customers save an average of $86 per month on groceries. For a limited time, Home Chef is offering our listeners 18 free meals plus free dessert for life and and of course, free shipping on your first box. Just go to homechef.com slash fever dream. That's homechef.com slash fever dream for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. You heard that right. Homechef.com slash fever dream must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going. But there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S dot com. Let's let's talk about Trump's Trump stage. Okay, so Trump even... Floridians at Mar-a-Lago do not want Trump to live near them. So some of Trump's Palm Beach neighbors, I took this right from the newsletter, Lisa, have sent a formal letter to town officials and the Secret Service asking the soon-to-be former president to kindly not move to Mar-a-Lago when he leaves office. So the group cited a 1993 agreement that Trump signed when the club's finances were in jeopardy, in which I suspect there's a lot of these out there. Yeah, <laughs> can you live anywhere? <laughs> so a 1993 agreement Trump signed, basically he promised that he promised Palm Beach residents he would never live there. He promised them. I assume this was a sort of like 
tied me over and I'll never come back. And now it's coming back to him. It's so funny to have to legally promise a town that you will, <laughs> that you will never move there. <laughs> it's so funny. I mean, I guess what's the rationale? Because he, he's going to bring a lot of shit with him. But what would have been the rationale in 1993, I wonder? Like, we just don't so, like you and you're obnoxious. When I was reading about it in the morning, it seemed like basically it was all part of this thing. It has to do with like financial mumbo jumbo, but basically like they were like Mar-a-Lago can't be a residence. Like we don't want people living at Mar-a-Lago. So it was part of the thing (laughs) where he said that like you can't stay there for more than 21 days at a time. And also (laughs) I promise I won't live there, which obviously I mean. It's yeah. it's very cute of them to think that Donald Trump's going to be like, oh, my God, I forgot I signed a legal agreement in 1993. I'll change my plans. Like, he's obviously yeah. moving there. Did he use like, that address he... to vote? Yeah. I'm like, doesn't he already live there? Like, that's what I don't understand. Right? He used yeah. that address to vote, and that's not a legitimate address that Donald Trump committed voter fraud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, by the transitive property. Yeah, I think that's how that is amazing. Yeah, apparently he's not supposed to take up residence there, and he promised. If 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 they tell him that he can't move there and he doesn't move there, where do you think he goes? Where's his next place? I I wouldn't be surprised if he does try to come back to New York City. Psychotic choice to fuck with us because then you know. I mean. Just to fuck with the traffic and be an asshole. He's going to be like, you know what? (laughs) I can't. I'm going to stick it to them. And just fuck with this traffic. Columbus Circle is going to be ruined. Never, Yeah. We're never going to be able to pleasantly go through Columbus Circle ever again. He might go to Jersey. He's got that golf course in Jersey. Oh, Bedminster. And aren't mm. Ivanka and Jared thinking about moving to New Jersey? I think or Ivanka and Jared have settled on Palm Beach, but Jersey yeah. was one of their... Uh, yeah, they just bought like a like multi-million dollar place. We're actually, yeah. we're actually having compound. a... We're having Kate, Gla- Kate Glassman Bennett on the podcast tomorrow, who is a CNN White House correspondent who covers Melania and Jared and Ivanka. So we'll ask her what the, oh, what the latest is on their plans. Yeah, I'm yeah. very what, excited. Should, I, yeah, that. I would love to know what she thinks they're going to do post-presidency. Yeah, we'll I'm also very curious to hear what it was like to work there when there were constant <laughs> outbreaks. Oh, my God. A lot of questions. Uh, a lot of interesting questions to be a asked. A lot of interesting <laughs> questions, yeah. yes. Uh, so finally... Nobody is left out today. Mike Pence will reportedly leave the country after formalizing the presidential vote in Congress on January 6th. So on January 6th, uh, Congress counts these votes and the vice president has to oversee it. According to Politico, uh, Pence and his aides and his family are worried that he is going to draw ire and criticism for simply doing fulfilling his responsibility to oversee that process. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so he's going to piece the fuck out that day and he's going to the Middle East, possibly. So he would rather fly to the Middle East on January 6th than stick around in this country while people yell at him. I wonder if he's going to Hope it was worth it, Mike. Hope it was worth it to be Donald Trump's fucking vice president that now on the last day of work, you have to leave the country because he's going to be so mean to you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I got to get to the Middle East. Yeah, Yeah. I would. He's like, I just really want to be disconnected from my phone. So I'm just going to take a long trip. (laughs) Yeah, Mike Pence. Um, now that I'm out, you know, now that this is done, I really want to do just a screen time break, getting off Twitter, <laughs> getting off Instagram. 
Mm-hmm. Um, right. It has nothing to do with what I think any individual person might say about me on there. It's just I'm just walking <laughs> off. That is, it is exactly like when an influencer does something problematic and then somebody's yes. like, I'm going to do a social media de- detox mm-hmm. for my soul. This is my choice. <laughs> I've been thinking yeah. about it for a while. Really just re- take this time to reflect on these past few years. He's going to like, he was a radio host. I could see him like getting a podcast, to be honest. Um yeah. Uh, also, if I had, a, if I could leave the country right now, I would. <laughs> I know. <laughs> hey, how come he's allowed to, but we're just stuck here? Nah, he can he's go. like, he's probably infected. He's the one who's not wearing a mask. We're letting Truth. him travel. Life I wear is a winning. mask. He very well <laughs> right? could have had it, and we never know. You never know. He's another one where if he didn't have it, there's something. I yeah, have we questions. Gotta st- any, yeah. Honestly, anyone in the Trump administration who didn't get it, like, we should study their blood. Something's going on there. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. That's our show for today. Until the end of democracy, I'm Amanda Duberman. I'm Elise Morales. I'm Brian Russell Smith. This is the Betches Sub Podcast. The Betches Sub Podcast is produced by Sean Kilby and Amanda Duberman. Our podcast managers are Mike Coscarelli and Sean Kilby. Social media by Amanda Duberman. Artwork by Brittany Levine. Be sure to follow us at Betches underscore Sup on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And send your emails to sup at Betches.com. 